What do you guys think? Should, what if I just played the Batman theme song like in my headphones in the background while you guys talk? You mean Nirvana? No, 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 no. I mean like the actual. Something no, <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't supposed to go this way. <laughs> Welcome to the Late Late Capitalism Show. Uh, we did not prep for this episode, so this is going to be a fun hangout time. So welcome. What's yeah. new, everybody? Uh, Chance and I Jesse. were doing soy faces the whole time, trying to throw you no, off. No, that looked like you were gagging on soy Yeah, it, it looked was, like a... It was not a soy Wait, face. what's the Japanese bukake oh, word? There's like a different uh, word. Ahagayo? Yeah. Asiago. Wendy Ahagayo. It was an oregano face. Yeah, yeah we were doing our, our best gag soy combo. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. We have visuals, so I can do yeah. the soy <laughs> face that. in point. Look at that dick. If we could somehow, yeah. <laughs> we're using a new a new app. Uh, this is the new Riverside app arc, the the latest in our podcast proud history. So we can see each other uh, remotely, which is awesome. So there's a lot yeah. more yeah. goofs Th- and gags that you miss out on. Yeah, th- this is our Riverside arc, and this is our beach episode because it's oh, just yeah. it's low stakes. We're just hanging out. This we is- didn't want to talk about like. Okay, here's the deal, folks. If you really like want to listen to a show where they talk about politics, especially like Canadian politics, mm-hmm. once a week, yeah. you're a real sicko. You're a real freak. Yeah. I don't really respect you. I don't know where <laughs> um, you're going to get that from. Yeah. So, like, now instead, you're like s- sort of just hanging out with your cool friends. <laughs> you're so, pretty cool. I just want to say at the top of the show, you're welcome. Yeah, I also want to say, you remember when Jeffrey Tubin played with his shit on Zoom? New York Times columnist Jeffrey Tubin. I was thinking about that a lot. <laughs> that today. was pretty cool. Yes. Did I? I that thought, that I was thought a... he just took off his Anyways, I'm gonna... thought he was just changing or something. <laughs> was no, he, he was masturbating. With, with the beard. Do you remember that was a thing for a while? Was what? that Tubin or was that a different I guy? just remember O.J. Simpson making when they When they him. were interviewing all of the different like Democratic nominees. Oh, yes. He was a part of that, I believe. I mean, Jeffrey Tubin yeah. covered the O.J. trial. So when he got busted for playing with his shit, O.J. was like, Jeffrey Tubin, you can't be doing that on a call, man. Come on. It was awesome. <laughs> it was like the funniest video. O.J. is such oh a poster. Oh, my God. Is that true? Did O.J. actually yes, comment on it? Yes, because I, I couldn't believe it. Like, there's many voice clips that are, like, etched into my brain. But O.J. Simpson being like, Jeffrey Tubin, come on, man. Like, really made me Speaking laugh. of old Twitter bullshit, uh, do you guys remember that, like, completely deranged video that was circulating, like, a couple of weeks ago? Oh, uh, yeah, the completely deranged video. Yeah, of where, course. like, it's this old guy, like, this old man's, like, woken up and, like, it's all these, like, you know, like twenty some like young young girls, uh-huh. like maybe like a dozen of them, just like what shaking the this guy awake. I think I've seen. And they're this like, one "Oh, before. happy seventieth birthday or whatever." And the guy is OJ Simpson. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, dude. No. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see what are that. You talking about? I'm not making this up. That happened. Dean's a liar. Is OJ Simpson seventy years yeah, old. Yeah, no, he, he's pretty old. True. Like OJ was playing he's college football old. in the like sixties. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, he's 74. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you. It was they very were shaking strange. Him awake and saying happy birthday to him? Yeah. Oh. And like it seemed like the video was taken like late at night. <laughs> and they, it was so many women. It was It was again very strange. It was white what? women trying to get revenge for their own kind. <laughs> yeah, well they fucking failed. <laughs> like Donald they Luke. just gave him a cake. It's like it's like Halloween. It's like he's bad. There's a tribunal. They're going to get revenge for their own people. It's just white women trying <laughs> this, to kill O.J. Simpson. They cock a shotgun. This time we're ready. O.J. Simpson gets woken up at 1 a.m. by a group of young women in viral TikTok video. <laughs> yeah, I'm not fucking around, dude. What? 
this isn't a fake news show. I thought this oh, was. Uh, this is weird. I thought it was Dean Schizo posting in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I hear like, did you see that video, deranged video with an old man? I just think of like the one TikTok that one like uh, influencer did, where his grandfather is dying, and he's like, "I won't give up." Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> like, yeah. That was pretty cool. That one's very old. That's an all timer. Awesome. That was all a these vibe. women are dressed like it's 2003, and he looks like he lives in a bunker. This is the weirdest <laughs> thing I've oh. ever seen. Wait, Megan, can I tell you something? Hmm. Yeah. Um, I saw this the other day, and I wanted to get your opinion on it. I was driving through downtown Kingston and there was a stretch limo SUV uh, oh, yeah. right on King Street. And um, there was a group of about maybe 15 men and women who all looked like they were in their 30s, but like looked like leather handbags. And one of the women <laughs> was wearing a, okay. a bright, like hot pink, like dress that was weirdly low cut. And I was wondering, mm-hmm. in my brain, my first thought was, this is like a prom dress. <laughs> like, like these, <laughs> these women are dressing like they're going ready for prom. And I just want to know if that's wrong for me to think. But what? you're saying they looked like they were old women. What? No, 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 like no. They, they looked like they were in their mid-30s. But like, okay, so are these like, super sort of leathery. Like, uh, like a MAGA, like a Trump woman? No. Like very, like... No, she's not a 10. She's probably a works in real estate. <laughs> I... I mean, I don't know about the like fashions of the Kingston youth, but I would think that like normal. Well, we're not prom, talking about youth. I guess so, but like, is the question if this is actually prom? Because thirty-year-olds no. famously don't go to prom. No, I'm going. I'm going. I, to prom. I think this... you're allowed to make fun of anything that a woman. Wears. I was wondering totally if it's okay if I make fun of this person. I'm going to prom this year. Oh, so you know, it's not nice to make fun of but anybody. My question is like, is where answer. was like, what were these people doing? They were. Why did they look like handbag? Were did they like go to like the tanning salon? They were too leaving much? the the four points. Ugh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Not a good Maybe it was like a really weird industry awards thing, but their industry is like something really fucked up. It's got to be <laughs> like, like human trafficking or something. <laughs> <laughs> the thirty seventh animal. The SUV yeah. was so that they could pull like a cargo, uh, like freight behind them while they yeah, go to this, their yeah. venue this is the first time that the event wasn't held in a shipping crate yeah. which was awesome. <laughs> that suv has extra bright headlights so they can follow behind a vehicle like shine the high beams if the driver gets it they get arrested in human trafficked they just take them <laughs> it's, it's a, a king's tradition it's, it's kind of like russian roulette right like it's like the first one to get out maybe you'll go to jail i don't know Maybe you'll get. Uh, maybe it was just like a sort of janky wedding. Like, mm. who am I to shame? Although I That's do true. actually, the Reddit sub, the subreddit wedding shaming is so good. Oh, I do love that. I so I'm saying I out. shouldn't judge, but I constantly judge other. It's people hilarious. Well. I like yeah. that one. I like yeah. um like Facebook mom groups. Uh, our jailbait. Really good one. Chances of mod on our slash jailbait. <laughs> Been for yeah. twelve years. Uh, That's how we met Dean. I- <laughs> <laughs> I've been an active member of Oil Lives of Canada Facebook group mm. for many years now. <laughs> oh, uh, that's like they, that was a classic. That was that was a lot of fun. One of my I, friends got himself banned from that group. I thought uh, <laughs> I'm in, but I I remember like they they had some some sort of post that was like about like fellatio or like mm. a wife blowing their husband or something. And I, I sort of, I misread the room. Like I wasn't, like I wasn't like an expert troll like I am now. Oh, okay. I did, I hadn't perfected my troll face grin. Mm, right. True. And I made some joke. I, I came to this. I consider this page like a wholesome family page. Like I can't believe we would be talking about such, such gross Depravity. and disgusting acts. It is as, gross as, as a blowjob on this page. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm, I'm honestly really disappointed. And it was just like, oh, Dean said this in the Oil Wives of Canada. And then all the wives like were fucking dragging me through the mud. <laughs> they were like, seems like somebody hasn't gotten a blowjob in a while. <laughs> and I was like, so yeah, hard. I was like, all right, I've been owned. Oh I've been owned God. by like a 40-year-old in Edmonton. That's all right. <laughs> the two greatest. Oh, I'm so taking that funny. in stride. Two greatest groups I was in. One was foreign man looking for Pina wife. <laughs> which nice <laughs> Pine? Pine, like yes. a filipino wife and it, oh. it was mostly just me and a bunch of like european guys and then like dudes <laughs> that were fat and posted pictures of their penis in the group for all to see <laughs> and, uh, wow. I, my favorite though is there was this guy a uh, german guy named wolfgang and he just posted a selfie 
And it was just like him smiling in a white like Nike hat. And it just said, hello, sweet ladies. And uh, that has <laughs> been burned. That expression, hello, sweet ladies, is like burned into my psyche. The other group I'm currently in is, in is India and Israel, which is just a Facebook group that is a fan yeah. of India and Israel. Hell and it yeah. is one of the most. Okay, not to play to type, but most of the posts that are from gentlemen that have geotagged themselves from India are just beautiful Israeli women. And I'm like, you can't be posting this. You 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 can't be doing this. Surely. Oh, they just post pictures of women from Israel. <laughs> yes, like yeah. IDF babes of the day. It's and it's like I wish That's awesome. I wish I to like go IDF to Israel. IDF babes is like a huge internet thing. Like people well, love those accounts. I was gonna say I showed you the one where she's actually just Russian, and her name is like <laughs> Svetlana. Boykchevich or something and she's like yeah I'm with the IDF and everyone was like you're not no <laughs> you the, the Indian that guys would believe her like they it's amazing every single post is like either extremely racist against like Pakistan or Palestine yep. mm-hmm. or yeah just like I love this sweetie baby love child of mine and it's just like a picture of an Israeli woman <laughs> with her gazongas out Jesus. Like, could could you imagine? I'm sorry, but like, could you imagine speaking to what Chance was saying? Yeah. Like, a a Russian, like, imperial, really violent, horrible, amoral soldier posing as an IDF woman. Mm -hmm. That would, ah, fuck, man. That makes my blood boil. What do you mean? They're the same thing. No. No. Russia bad. Oh, shit. Russia bad. Yeah, Russia's bad, dude. Israel good. Uh, sorry. Facebook groups are so interesting, though. Like every, I'm in like a bunch of random Facebook groups that I I don't know why I'm in them, but I'm in the tree planting Canada Facebook group, right. and a bunch of like woofing Facebook groups and stuff. And all of the posts are just people Yiffing? from other countries asking for immigration. <laughs> woofing. It's like when you live on a farm and work for free. No, Megan's in a bunch of yiffing groups. Yeah. I don't know what that is, so I'm not commenting. Uh-huh. Uh, but like all the posts are just people asking for immigration advice, which is like fair i guess but it doesn't seem like anyone in the group knows how to help them whatsoever because it's all canadian 18 year olds who are just trying to plant a tree yeah and i'm like i feel like there are specific immigration help facebook groups but like all the posts are like this is my name and like this is the talents i have like can you please let me move here and it's like do we have say over this? Like, I, I don't know if we can help at all with this process. Uh, Megan, I, I've posted some material on the screen. For the people listening at home, I've posted a definition of what yiffing is. Megan, can you please read? Uh, oh, wait, no, this isn't the best definition. This is something about... Uh, okay, here we go. Megan, can you please read the definition of yiffing as listed on UrbanDictionary.com? As listed on Webster's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, good to know. Thank you. Wait, no, but you didn't read it out loud. Oh, I can read it. The OED. Uh, yiffing usually refers to cyber sex between two or more members of a furry fandom. Originally, so this is the etymology of the word, refers to the sound that foxes make when mating. Members of the furry <laughs> fandom may use the term to refer to actual sexual conduct, usually in a lighthearted manner. Uh, it is also okay, a term can- used at fur cons to inquire about sexual intentions between fur suitors. Can, can I make a request? No. Yeah. For we we're not quite sure who's going to edit this one yet. Me. Whoever edits this, can we put in a fox mating sound just yeah. for our? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 like I, we want. I want a real one because I feel like no disrespect against the furry mm. community. Big of fan of your work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like sometimes you take liberties with the actual like biological mm-hmm. reality of these mm-hmm. species no. that you're a fan of. Yeah. Like I, uh, I've never and seen. And I, I would just like to know like the actual fox mating sound, which I am not familiar with. Are you with asking personally. what does the fox say? Oh. <laughs> I'm asking what does the fox say? Man, that song <laughs> that song was released when Megan was like born. So yeah, that's, that's an amazing crazy. cultural pull. Throwback. And famously like six years old. <laughs> well, speaking of weird fandom drama, I like I use a lot of social media that I used in my youth. I'm sure you can all imagine what social mm-hmm. media that is. But I'm back in the hearing all the supernatural updates. And did you guys see that Misha Collins came out as straight, which is very <laughs> yeah, funny. pretty good. That was awesome. Well um, and also like I'm pretty sure I saw him on I was texting you guys this, but I'm like 99% sure it was him. I think I saw him on the street two weeks ago in Toronto. And then this week, and I'm like, this is related. Like, I've never thought about Misha yeah. Collins in my life. And I see him on the street. And then a week later, he's coming out as straight. Like, yeah. it was because of me. 
I agree. Sure. Yeah, I, I think I you're even, totally right there. I don't you awakened know. something in him. He's a supernatural guy, Chance. You don't need to He's know anything. It's like I thought you were talking boring. about like. Oh my god, I was so confused. I thought you were talking about like you know ghosts, and then like this had to do with ghost news somehow. This guy oh, being no, straight. Oh no, the show Supernatural. Yeah, no, no. I, I thought you were just hanging out on like an ghost event. forums. And I think he forgot the word that's like not an introvert or an extrovert, but he said, who's an introvert? Who's an extrovert? Who's bisexual? And then he said, I'm all three. And then later on Twitter, he's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't. <laughs> I am happily that's straight, awesome. but I'm an ally. Because I just know, like, I know he's like shooting a new show or like a new movie or something. Yeah. And I just thought he came out as bi to like sort of plug the movie <laughs> and like get like you know tumblr people to watch the movie because otherwise they wouldn't give a no shit they already think he's anymore. gay they they ship him and his brother in the show like sucking and fucking each other no, it's no not, he's not a he's brother the angel. he's, he's the angel the you fucking idiot yeah, he's yeah the so anyways, oh my god the brothers in the also, show like, the you're just showing your whole ass the they shoot spoilers they shoot, if you come already on each don't other. know stuff about supernatural but the whole gist is that it's like a billion seasons long mm. and the whole time they're like really queer baiting the whole audience by mm. being like brothers this character and one of the brothers is gay yeah there's brothers they won't say anything about it she said it, no, she said it. And ladies and gentlemen brothers. we got her supernatural guys confirmed brothers in the one show. of the brothers oh. i know oh. one of the brothers is named dean and i've heard That's that gay. he's very cool and that a lot of people like him cool just I've like never me seen it. but and then the whole thing is that the very last episode they like actually make the two they've been shipping for a million seasons kiss, and then one of them is immediately sent to hell forever, which is so. <laughs> That's awesome. That, that was cool. the ending of the show. I do like that. So, cool. We were talking about Twitter for um, a little bit, and everyone's talked about this, but maybe we should chat about this because I know Megan's a huge fan of this guy. Mm, um, absolutely. And mm. Elon Musk did buy Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, perfect match. Is that? I don't know if the ink is dry on that yet. It is. Yeah, like it's confirmed. It is. He is buying Twitter. Like there is, there's no. Finally. Well, there's probably going to be a lot. Like, of finally, Twitter. I know. Twitter. Like a, a lot of people. Like pretty much everyone has been posting about this, and every post about it has been fucking insufferable. Uh-huh. Uh huh. At the end of the day, this doesn't matter at all. Like anyone who's like worked up about, especially people who are like, "Oh, I'm leaving Twitter." Like fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, you're not leaving and i want to like, leave fuck that guy you're not on He's twitter my that is true i have like nine tweets i will delete my that account. is true really feel it. the people that are like chronically addicted to twitter aren't going anywhere like i've seen there's been a lot of posts about like oh like you know like we can do to yacht like do to elon what we did to yahoo on tumblr like we can lose him like a lot of money like if we work together it's like trying to make this like twitter solidarity against like you know the enemy uh, I don't know. I think all of it is pretty. I'm sorry. Are you anti solidarity now? Yeah, I think we should all sort of act as like individual units. <laughs> uh, all we do equal... is have a show where we shit on Elon Musk. Well, yeah, no, no, for sure. Yeah, I'm just talking about like trying to like defend Twitter's honor or culture. Oh, yeah. From Elon Musk is right. fucking like oh, stupid. Okay, yeah, like who Twitter gives a shit? Like who? Cares yeah, it's about like Twitter. oh, like. We have to save our website from this evil guy. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, it was owned by, like, a prince of Saudi Arabia. Yeah, House of Saudi. You didn't give a shit. Okay, Dean, are you advocating for a white guy taking a massive business away from a person of color? Mm. Mm. Well, famously, oh, Elon Musk. Uh, everyone's no, he's a Someone white did say he is the first uh, South Af- African American. owner of, yeah. of Twitter, so... Yeah, which is yeah. which seems strange to me because South Africans owned plenty of like, well, you know, we don't have to say the word, but uh, Elon Musk <laughs> is racist, uh, uh-huh. so that's good. That's definitely a point four. So it's like Twitter will be more racist, which yes. finally we've been yeah, it's not good now. We've been asking for it. Like I have literally been saying, like literally the one cool thing he could do, which is bring Trump back. He says he's not going to no, do. No, he's so. not positive he's to give Trump a platform. No, Trump will be back. You're being silly. Yeah, there, there is. So, um, I heard a really good point today, which I thought was interesting and wasn't necessarily something that I thought about because we do talk about social media and it being like this brain rot wasteland of, uh. You know, people kind of just doing whatever the fuck they want. And it has no real implications on reality. Uh, but, you know, that's that's not a 
that thought process is also not rooted in reality in that like a lot of these things do directly affect people. And the point that was brought up was um, the (laughs) Myanmar genocide Mm. and how that was literally fueled by Facebook users and lack of moderation Mm -hmm. on Facebook. And they were able to like conduct the genocide through like these public posts and stuff like that. Which I thought was yeah, or at uh, least stir a lot of hatred through Facebook posts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I thought that was a really interesting point against you know the idea that social media doesn't really have a a long lasting effect on people other than like you know petty negative shit. It's like no, this can mm-hmm. be really dangerous sometimes for a lot of groups of people. Such yeah, as- I, I agree with that. Yeah. Like my my point was that Twitter was not better before this. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I agree with you. Okay, leave, leave I else have a different topic. Amber Heard, okay, I'm going to say this right now. You can cut this from the pod. Amber Heard is kind of hot in the Aquaman movie. I never mm. saw it. I don't think that's okay. weird to say. I think There's a lot, a lot of, people... of discourse also around this trial. I, I don't feel qualified yeah, to comment. Yeah, all of it's good. Oh, I'm qualified. Should, should I share my two Yeah, so essentially uh, the woman is evil, which does back no, up yeah. everything I've ever heard. So it's like, yeah, I, this does reaffirm I would say that anyone who cares at all about this is at at the very least subhuman hmm. who gives a shit if you care like please please like get a hobby yeah, johnny Depp, what the fuck is wrong with he's, you he's goaded it, this goes i know like everyone's like oh like the people who are like really invested in this are like 17 year old girls and like it's anti-feminist to like you know poo-poo them what who's saying that who's people are saying feminist to not care about this trial because it's people we don't know personally yeah but like the idea of like saying like oh like you shouldn't care about this or like this isn't your problem mm-hmm. are right because you know this is no one's problem but mr depp and ms Heard. yeah it should be a very private matter yeah. i would think and we should not be making fan cams about it yeah. no we yeah. actually should fan cams should exist for everything <laughs> like I, any cultural event i don't care if it's like imagine how there's so many 9-11 fan cams and they're all funny uh-huh. Yeah, but like I think we need to branch out. Like we need like Boston Marathon bombing. I was about cams. to say the, the uh, yeah. Jokar okay. Sarnayev. Yeah, I'm a I'm a sad guy. Guys yeah. episode, Classy. This is, I have to nasty. I have to control you people <laughs> in real life this time. Okay, wait. Before we move on from this thing, though, I will say I did read a lot to go against what I just said about not caring at this, about this at all. Uh-huh. That I think that everyone trying to back up Johnny Depp is like not doing their homework because he does seem like he is by far the more crazy and abusive. I I feel like they're both pieces of shit. I will give Johnny Depp this though. He is funnier. He does say funnier. He does have more charisma in the courtroom. Wow. Yeah. Well, then there you go. Case open and shut. He's a real Atticus Finch (laughs) up in that bitch for sure. But in general, yeah, it's, it's, it's two insufferable people being insufferable towards each other. So I don't necessarily care about their toxicity. We can all just celebrate that their lawyers are getting a lot of money, though, yeah. which is great. What would? You, yeah. What if, like... She, remember when her and Elon Musk dated, and then they broke up because of scheduling conflicts? Eve Barlow? No. <laughs> Amber Heard. Didn't, didn't uh, um, Amber Heard and Elon cheat on Johnny Depp like, when they other. were together? Her brown area still pones his dick slash tank. Ew. Oh my god, what? I'm gonna have to skip work tomorrow to edit this episode. What? I'm just quoting something Wait, he is that bought. Bad? That's true. That's one of the iconic tweets from the platform. Elon now owns a piece of history, which is Kevin Smith yeah. saying some of the worst things you could ever say about yeah. someone you're you're with. We're cheating on each other well, with yeah, each other. Yeah, it's like we're cheating on each oh, other with each Woods other. Quote. No, no, that's it's Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. Tiger Woods, no, just Tiger say, Woods like, said, "Are you yeah. my slut? Say you are my slut." <laughs> yeah, we're cheating on each other's wives. I'm gonna look up some Tiger oh, no, Woods. No, wait, Tiger Woods was that like this isn't like married couple sex. This is like I don't I don't know. It was something like this that. is an affair. I gotta. I'm gonna read. I want to eat your ribs. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Here, here's actually some exchanges, and this is this is podcast appropriate. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna read it verbatim. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if it'll pull this so up. Sorry, can you, what, what exactly? Sorry, who, who this is the people? Tiger Woods text that he sent to his lover when he was cheating on his wife. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Uh, Jamie, if we hang out on Sunday, we can watch Desperate Housewives again. Ha ha. Tiger, oh God. Jamie, take a break from watching boring old golf. Jamie, True. I mean the amazing sport of golf. Jamie, more than an hour later. Babe, I was kidding. Tiger, I know sexy. <laughs> 
There's more. There's more. Uh, that is exactly how you and I talk. Conversation. Yeah. It's just so yeah. funny that we like have this personal conversation. Yeah. I was joking. Now. I swear. Uh, but we that that's you and I. But we're talking about the Simpsons and not golf. <laughs> yeah, there was there's some like incredibly wild ones. Uh, uh, there's one of the funniest ones of all time, but I just can't I can't find it. And okay, but nothing is gonna be Jeff Bezos's "I Love You Alive Girl." <laughs> alive Girl is very yeah, good. I don't like in that. terms of celebrity <laughs> sex. That's Wait, what be was this? One. I never heard that. That was Jeff Bezos texting someone "I Love You Alive Girl." Yeah. And there was like all this stuff about it was just so like <laughs> very strange. It was like about yeah being part of their whole essence and shit Jeez, like that. It really Christ. like it does confirm like I feel like we on the left tend to dehumanize the rich a lot and really like not see them as like fully people. Mm-hmm. Which as far in terms of like you know sins to commit is pretty low on the list. Like who really gives a shit? But when you see shit like I love you alive girl, it does confirm <laughs> every sus- suspicion you've ever had that we're actually like dominated and controlled by fucking alien robots. Oh yeah. Like, what is happening in that guy's brain? The yeah. lizards are out. I remember something when it came out like Elizabeth Holmes's text with the sunny guy. Oh yeah, that's really very weird, good. But I don't remember what they are, but I just remember they were really weird. Yeah, she was like really into him and he just did not give a shit. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Sonny Bono, I think she was. Texting. I don't think she was texting Sonny Bono. <laughs> Dean, he, no? he hit a tree while skiing in like the 1980s and died. Did you ever hear about oh, Fabio sh- oh, getting shit. hit in the head with a seagull? I have to text people right now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> about Sonny Bono. I, yeah, I just Googled death. Can't be alone right now. This shit's so scary. Is that like the Sunny and Cher? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Shout out to Cher. Oh, he was a piece of shit, I heard. Yeah, he beat her up. Wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, sucked. Shit. There was another Tiger Woods sex. Good job, Pine Tree. But it's extremely, <laughs> like, aggressively sexual. So I will opt out of it. Yeah, don't. I literally can't read any of it. Uh, oh, the only part I can read. Where do you want to be bitten? Ooh, oh, I'm that's sorry, saucy. Army Hammer text. No, uh, kind of. I want to cut your ribs. Tiger Give saying, ribs. "Okay, now you are talking. Whatever Chance I want, with the ribs. You are mine." The, the ribs is what Ooh. I remember because he like took a picture in a meat locker and he was like, "Look at this, this pork ribs. I want to eat your ribs." Mm. <laughs> sorry, like, who said that? Army Hammer. Yeah. Oh shit! Cool. Yeah, Gloms when he was doing the cannibal phase shit. Yeah, he was just doing. He just discovered like 2010 emo Tumblr, so he was just glomping. <laughs> he was he was not. Oh my you. god! Remember those videos of like really skinny guys in the bathtub with a knife, like singing? That was so. Much. Sorry, what the? <laughs> no, fuck? I, honestly, yeah. I do know. <laughs> I think that was I like do. a classic early to 2010 stuff. It was so much. Actually, it's kind of like. Is this like, you know, Panic at the Disco adjacent? Like, like that's... I don't know, they were singing, like, the weird, like, pop screamo, and then they would, like, do, like, a terrible little dance to it, but, like, holding a knife. It was... And they would be, like, fake crying in a bathtub. Broken side. It was always so much. That's awesome. God. There's really, like, do you guys feel... I don't know whether this is myself getting older and less with it, or just the fact that The internet, which was already really fractured and atomized, is growing increasingly, again, fractured and atomized. And, like, there's all these, like, tiny little, like, tiny insignificant, in the grand scheme of things, like, niche subcultures that I'm just, like, completely unaware of. Mm -hmm. Megan, you shared, like, some, like, mommy blogger shit or, like, mommy TikTok personality. so awesome. Stuff. No, I shared as, as like a satire. It of, was a satire of that, but like of like family, yeah, TikTokers. family yeah. TikTok. But like, there's this whole like universe of content. Yeah, family that I'm just like completely insane. ignorant to. But like, that's one of probably like thirty dozen kinds of videos and communities online that I just have nothing to do with. I I think it and, is. Yeah. I think it is weird that you're out of the loop specifically, Dean. <laughs> Because out of all of us, I feel like you might browse Twitter the most. Mm. I, I consider myself extremely online. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of shit that completely you, takes me by surprise. Yeah, I feel like, but you're extremely online in that you really know, like, leftist in-jokes. 
but like there's so much insane shit on the internet from just like people you never interact with that's that yeah. I feel like I feel like I need to diversify my per- out portfolio specifically yeah. and I like oh, I am witness to them by accident <laughs> yeah that is well, true like- whenever whenever me and uh Jesse bring up anything specific <laughs> Megan sometimes will come in and be like oh my god I remember that and it's not because you sought it out unlike yeah, us like- who literally specifically look for these fucking people yeah like so- Jesse and I bonding over that like belt gif from the early okay I was about to say the only community <laughs> Dean's involved with is the daddy Dom community so that's true. <laughs> he's in that gif yeah. if you've ever seen the gif of the guy gesturing and then putting his fingers down and like holding a belt that's actually Dean in the gif that is me <laughs> yeah like it's shocking even though he would have been like 12 years old at I, the time, I don't regret that age. just because of the cultural impact that's that true. it had it's one of the most important uh, gifts that has ever existed <laughs> you oh. here now so i was thinking about speaking of like memes that have been going around i was thinking about how the daddy dom stuff i think it's ddlg oh daddy yeah. dom little girl little girl yeah uh, and then i mm-hmm. thought that only a couple days ago i learned what a bbl was oh yeah do you guys know what a bbl is big beautiful mm-hmm. latvian <laughs> <laughs> that is good no, it's like it's like fake implants that like people get in their ass. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, oh right, a Brazilian butt lift. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. The See, I didn't know butt. that, and I've heard people talk about that for a long time. And I just learned today, not today, yesterday, I think, some time ago. There was like a whole thing. Oh, yeah, that was probably your whole again. afternoon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I learned Honestly, so I remember much. in high school, my teachers talking about Kim Kardashian getting a Brazilian butt lift. Your teachers? <laughs> that was like a thing. Why would they yeah, talk like we about talked that? about it in class one time. I don't do not remember why or the. Hey, you guys see this hot piece of school. ass? Public I think schools. it might have honestly been in like a media literacy unit about like ads, and there was like Kim Kardashian selling Skechers or something. Public schools are teaching and then we had your to talk children about how she had <laughs> about. <laughs> she was the teacher was like she had plastic surgery. This is not real. The <laughs> Armenian like, okay. genocide. Now there was there's a specific <laughs> spokeswoman. Who is who is known for having a large ass? But she has also been spreading a falsehood that Turkey committed the Armenian genocide. Now she I spoke not. to Fatula Gulen, and he assured me <laughs> that Turkey has done no such thing. So it's up to you, dear viewers. Who do you believe? A public school teacher citing a large assed Armenian woman, or the Gulen family? <laughs> we haven't heard from Turkey in a while. They haven't dropped any good ones. Yeah, now they're up to something. I know. Like, I think, like, the last time they really, like, dropped anything significant was, like, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Dean. Thank you. All right. Hello. Hello. Uh, I'll be here. Do you remember that? What are you talking about? Turkey. Yeah, I don't think I understand. Turkey. Thanksgiving. (laughs) Come on. Oh. Wow. That's a wholesome joke. Thanks. I Thanks for that, that one, Dean. Uh, yeah, now I gotta ruin it. I gotta ruin it. Uh, 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 damn uh, it. Pussy cum. <laughs> Pee pee poo poo. That's a good one. Man. Thank you, everybody. Is there a more, name a more uh, iconic duo than Pussy and Cum? <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. I can do it. Like, they have like a Pepsi Coke for this. Do you want to Life giving. No, we've got tons of time before I have to read the op. No, do it. Thirty-five minutes. No, in. that's boring. I want to talk about the Northman. Can we talk about the fucking? I haven't Northman seen it yet. Second? I don't have much to say. I haven't seen it yet. I, yeah, I haven't seen it either. Oh my okay, god, well, you go guys are fucking slacking. You, I would, okay. What the hell? Whoa, the job. Damn, Megan. I don't know if you <laughs> know this. Three okay. jobs. Yeah, Megan. I don't know for, if you know this. There's a pandemic going on, so I don't know. Yeah, North, it's your response. You Folks, leave your mask on at the theater. Please go see the Northman. Please da- give David Eggers your money so we can continue to make Robert insane. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I who's David Eggers. Say, LOL at the Cineplex like rules now because when you for I've been sort of going to the movie theater the whole time because I love movies and don't worry I'm safe and I leave my mask on and book yeah, my yeah. tickets etc. But originally when you went to cineplex during the pandemic it was like 19 things you had to do it was like please wear your mask please stay in your inside seat please like show your vaccine please use hand sanitizer like please don't eat anything and now when you go it's just please stay in your assigned seat like they every time i go they like remove another rule you have to do and it's just like we clean sometimes it's like thank you cineplex. <laughs> but i'm still paying them a lot of yep. dollars so. but anyway this movie great a lot of fun not the life changer that I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. but still really, really good. 
probably his like worst film, but of the three, still but still really good. Yeah, still well worth seeing in theaters. Nicole Kidman, a la Eyes Wide Shut, gives another completely unhinged monologue that changes your entire relationship to the film. Really, really good. Yeah. The main thing that I want to talk about, though, is how... Is uh, the age gaps. That's what I wanted to talk about. Yes. Uh, that's exactly what I was they thinking They need to be larger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I felt like Anya Taylor-Joy was too old okay. for the role. Yeah, honestly, uh, she's too old to act anymore anyways. Like, she's cooked. We gotta get a new one. Yeah. I did get out of here, Granny. seemed a little too old. And also, my, my just observation was last time I saw Skarsgård and Nicole Kidman in something together, uh, they were married. And in this, she plays his mom. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. But anyway. It's a little strange. Oh, but, Anya uh, Taylor-Joy yep. is, is Princess Peach. <laughs> In what? In the oh, new in Mario that Chris movie. Pratt movie? No, in the yeah. North. Oh, God. God. That's Is so that fun. that's it's animated, right? At this point, I don't even no, know. It's I think it's Illumination. No, like yeah. the same it's guys who did the Minions. Yeah, I think so. Wait, yeah, Minions. Now we're talking. I gotta go see this. <laughs> uh, the Super Mario movie has been delayed to 2023. Fuck! Oh shit! Coward! <laughs> oh, she was also but the kid in like the, the Witch. No, no, no. Yeah, man, she was really yeah, good in that. She, she's she's mm-hmm. like, I feel like that was her first major film. It was, yeah. And it's still the best movie she's ever done. Fuck, this wasn't supposed yeah, to happen. Great. They weren't supposed to delay the Super Mario movie. This has ruined all my plans. <laughs> I, yeah. I was going to flood Kingston and then bring all my shooters to the Cineplex. But now... <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, the Batman, Don't look into Megan? it. <laughs> what? Oh, a certain name, yeah. a certain man named the, uh, the Batman. Yeah, Jimmy, Which, Jimmy Holmes. It's it's called drill watching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dean, are hey, you now a what rune were you guy? Say about the movie, Dean? Yeah, Dean's a big. I'm rune a big guy. rune guy. I watched The Northman this weekend, and it completely changed my political philosophy. I'm now like a dyed in the wool, mm. old school, uh, Nordic Nazi. Mm, mm. Don't say uh, that. I saw there's a white guy who was shirtless and he was like fighting a lot of people. And that sort of just by witnessing was that he hot? completely changed my worldview. Was it, uh, was it like a hot white guy? It was a hot white guy. Okay. and He was ripped. And whenever you see like a really muscular white guy, yeah. that is Nazi symbology. That yeah, is white the supremacy. Pipeline. Yeah. You cannot be consuming that sort of media. Or it'll completely change your life. Or at least that's what I've heard from the dumbest people alive. Okay. Do you guys have anything, any any insights into uh, the Northman and David Eggers? Or Robert. just like, you know. Who's like, David Eggers? Even like we can expand this to like Fight Club. Or he's the director of the Northman. <laughs> no, he you isn't. Know it's it's Robert, Robert Eggers. Twice at least. What? His name is Robert Eggers? Yes. Oh my God. Oh you didn't God, even see the movie. All of this. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dean. Yeah, Dean. <laughs> I didn't mean to disappoint you. Dean didn't even go to this movie. He saw like Spider-Man, which is probably still in theaters. I did see. Yeah, I saw. He saw Father uh, Far From Home or No David Way Home. Or whatever the fuck is an author. Uh, <laughs> oh, this guy uh-huh. reads. Yes. I wrote the sorry. circle. Fucking D- nerd. David Eggers was the guy who wrote the Terrible. the foreword for Infinite Jest. That's why I know. Nerd. That's even worse. Oh my god! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Oh my god! Who brought this guy on the show? Oh my I'm just gosh. gonna stop. We can just stop talking about the North. Okay, this guy I right with Dean. Dean is like harping on all these people who thinks that the Northman is racist. Which, like, it's okay. Obviously, it's not. It's just a movie. But I feel like being really mad about people calling stuff racist like they're only wrong like one percent of the time the rest of the time when people call stuff racist they're right like it is racist I think so I'll, i feel like yeah there's a few dumb people on the internet who are like this is racist when it isn't it's like we can just let them go you yeah know? i think i think a lot of the time they just um don't understand why something would be racist so they just think like white people on a screen means that it's a racist movie but i think you're right megan i think if if you if those people call everything racist, they're going to be right 99.99% of the time. Yeah. And like, 
other people calling stuff racist are right. It's just like sometimes dumb people say stuff is racist and they're wrong. But most of the time when anyone on the internet says stuff is racist, they're right because most things are racist. Remember when they said so. the, the, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie oh, yeah. was going to turn everyone into an incel? Yeah, it caused shootings. Yeah. They really like they really hyped that up, eh? They like did. they really wanted those shootings to happen. And not I don't I don't know if any happened. Well, no, none. I'm sure like cuz if anyone did, it would have been all over like the news for yeah. days. No, cuz yeah. they were so riveted by Joaquin Phoenix's stunning portrayal of a guy with mental illness. So they just couldn't bring <laughs> themselves to do it. Now if they had yeah. like, I don't know, Bobcat Goldwaith play the Joker, now, that'd be a different story. That guy can't act for shit. He'd be screaming and yelling. It'd be awesome. That's true. There would have been mass but, like, pandemonium. What, what people have to remember is that Joaquin Phoenix like excels at playing mentally ill people. He was in The Master as like an unstable, hooch-drinking loser. He mm-hmm. was in... Walk the line. Walk the line as, you know, Johnny Cash with addiction. And he, he also was did the narration. Mary Magdalene uh, as, Jesus. as Jesus. Right. So, yeah, he did. And that was my like, rule of threes. Who is like the Joker in many ways. He's got yeah. some crazy That's ideas. About I like the world. Joaquin Phoenix. My, yeah, my no, favorite we're, trivia. We're Joaquin stands. My favorite trivia about Joaquin is that he did the narration for Earthlings. Um, oh, yeah, he did. Which is two hours of animal abuse on screen. So that's kind of cool. He also did all the stunts for it, too. He was the one killing all of the animals. Yeah. He won a golden glove. Joaquin's a wild boy. Becoming vegan? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's 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 like a shock film. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Joaquin rules. He's such a king. Uh, I I honestly think him and Rooney Mara are so cute, and their little baby is probably cute. And like, obviously, like Joker was not a good movie, but when Mm. he won the Oscar for it, it was like terrible. I thought it was an okay movie. It wasn't great. Mm. I liked it. uh, When when he won the Oscar and was like shouting out like River Phoenix, I was like, huh. Like it, it did touch something in my, in my yeah, little man. wither. Yeah, Joaquin. Oh my god, and he's in. You were never really, yeah. never really here. Oh Such god, a great movie. movie. Yeah, that's required watching for our viewers. Yeah, that's true. If you really think you're, you're an Epstein head, you need to watch. You were never really here. Oh my yeah. god. Speaking of accountability, <laughs> I imagine Dean has a fucking horrific op-ed that he pulled in out from the depths of hell. Oh, yeah. is it op-ed time? It is. It's it is okay. That's true. Well, I, I will read this. I, I should have prepped this better, but uh, we're just going to go for this. Sorry, okay, Dean. Can we can uh, we start new lore that Megan's dead, kind of like John's dead in the Beatles? Mm. And like there was. Oh, a- I died and I'm a clone. I like that. And it, it, it happened Avril the Levine. moment she yeah. started editing the podcast. Yeah, Megan got Lyme disease like Avril Lavigne. Yeah, I edited the podcast the whole time we've had the podcast. But for Megan, Lyme disease is that she tried to eat part of a Lyme wedge and it literally exploded her stomach. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dean. There's so many foods okay. I can't eat. So Joel <laughs> Kotkin uh-huh. um, writes, I, I didn't have the time to Google this guy. So I this don't... is National Post, right? Yeah. Mm, He's an old, old How do you spell his last guy. name? Oh, I think I got him. No, let's not get Jesse to Google because his keyboard is too loud. No, I've already done it. <laughs> okay. He is a very uh, a scant Wikipedia that I will not peruse. But he writes in the National Uh-oh. Post, the working classes are a volcano waiting to erupt. Yes. Da, da, da. Sounds pretty scary. I like it. He launches by rehashing the French election, uh, who like your friend and mine, Alexander Macaron won. <laughs> Macaron. Uh, which we Emmanuel. love to see. <laughs> doesn't matter literally could not matter less no. it's Wait, true what did you say alexander um <laughs> dean can't get anybody's name he right. doesn't know anybody's name <laughs> doesn't ma- like, again, i'm sorry i'm sorry uh, okay all right you want, you want me to remember like a, uh, an old white no, guy's name okay. he's not that alexander old. macaron is the name of one of dean's ocs that he writes <laughs> in his little journal it's his sonic oc yeah, alexander <laughs> the macaron <laughs> yeah, we're we're rivals to lovers. It's yeah. really nice. But anyway, he's like, oh, the French election uh, revealed the comparative irrelevance of many elite concerns from gender fluidity Ugh. and racial injustice to the ever present, quote unquote, climate t- catastrophe, oh. which, you know, many major scientists within the last weeks have saying that 
we are on the brink of like total irrevocable disaster. Yeah, I've been trying not to think about it this week because we are just in fact fucked. Every single climate scientist has gotten themselves arrested this week. A guy literally set himself on fire to protest climate change. We have three years left to do anything or we all die. Awesome. Yes, but your friend and mine, Joel Kotkin, argues basically throughout this piece, and like as I go through it, you'll see that the problem we have is that the elites, specifically the elites, the elites on the left and like the liberals are too preoccupied with culture war stuff like uh, racial injustice and not with Mm. stuff that actual working people care about like gas prices and how much it costs to own a home. Yeah, working class people famously don't care about racial inequality. Yeah, no. What kind of fucking... (laughs) Yeah, like uh, at the end of the day, like black and brown people, they're not working class, right? Yeah, I feel like the person who wrote this article and other people like him literally think that like people of color are like a separate category that doesn't get to be divided into classes. They're like, oh, there's like poor white people and rich people and then there's everybody else. Well, it's It's just like like, their their concept of class is like completely like, Oh, it's like a factory worker in Pittsburgh and not. <laughs> but star- like all those people could be people of color. Exactly. Too. They have yeah. like no content. Yeah. Also, and- you, you stole their jobs and sent those factory jobs elsewhere. It's like there's you can't bemoan someone that you stopped from existing. Like the other exactly. Thing, the other no. thing I hate about the idea is that um, and we've talked about it a lot about on our show is that you can't think of more than one thing at a time. Um, mm. Like. Oh, people are worried about housing and gas prices, not racial inequality and gender fluidity. And it's like, why can I only do like, am I so stupid as a working class individual that I can only think of one fucking thing like? Yeah. yeah. Or or again, like reducing like a minority, like, you know, a transgender person or a black person or what, like even an environmentalist to like, that is the sole one issue that they would ever care about. Yeah. Like how many like, you know, minority people or like transgender people or what have you are housing insecure, you know? When also like, I feel like climate, the climate justice movement is the only thing that really tackles every issue at once. Like the, yeah, in order it to is solve the one all these thread issues, that ties you everything actually together. need to solve because all of them are tied to capitalism and colonialism. So like in order to solve literally any one of them, you have to solve all of them. Like it's anyway, continue. Yeah. I'm getting riled up. <laughs> he talks about how, uh, again, like there's there's this bubbling up of of working class resentment. Uh, it's a politics of anger uh, and and hatred that again either goes to the left or to the right. Either the majority votes for Le Pen, who's that like you know I I don't even know what Le Pen's deal is. She's like French she's, um, Thatcher, she's but a, she's a fucking loser. Well, she's the she's daughter like, of a Nazi. Like she wanted to yeah, be like French she, Trump. Yeah. Is what she wanted to be. French Trump. But like the problem is she loses all the time because she's like not smart. Yeah. It's... I feel like if I was running as a far right candidate in France, I could win pretty fucking handily. Oh, no, she botched this election. Uh, Macron literally raised yeah. the retirement age like two weeks before the election and still somehow yeah, won. And he still gets away with the victory. Like, mm-hmm. how do you fuck that up? It's so like bad? you targeted the, the one it's group the exact of people same problem that we're like still votes. I'm, OK, not a problem. Of course, it's good that they're losing. Yeah. But like the conservatives in Canada, again, have had two gimme elections that they just ref- like refuse to fucking yeah, drain. Yeah, good. Ha-ha. Yeah, like that's how like incompetent they are. But like, yeah. I love you know, that for them. A- another like <laughs> another reason for kinship between this country and France. You love to see it. But like, there- there's he cites a lot of stats here that I agree with. Basically, the the middle class in developed countries is eroding. Many uh, young people in Europe and North America can no longer afford to buy a house. And even in places like China and India, you know, there's uh, been a concentration of wealth at the top, blah, 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 blah. Lots and lots of stats that he cites, which you're welcome to read this article if you care about learning these numbers. I'm not going to read them all out to you. Talks about uh, President uh, Xi Jinping, who finances this podcast. Yeah, love uh, you, big man. Talking about how he's been cracking down on young Marxists uh, in universities. Sad. Uh, love you, big man. Which, yeah, <laughs> we Thanks, forgive brother. you for that. Brother, that's one less for me uh, to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, upsetting. And again, uh, uh, circling back to... The problem is that the elites uh, are talking too much about climate change. 
Uh, oh. And they're like, it's all of these issues that are not financial, are not economic. They're just like culture war bullshit that no one really cares about. And that's why Democrats are losing. And this is an opening for the right to to slide in there, a la like Tom Cotton's strategy, I guess. Although no one fucking talks about that guy anymore. So no. I, I I do really love the concept that elites are simply too preoccupied with climate change instead of like actively funding climate misinformation yeah. and lobbying for oil companies and taking their fucking private jets everywhere. Like, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, elites, for really doing the heavy lifting of climate like change speaking up for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh Kotkin also in this article, he makes a left-right divide where he says that the right is concerned with the the other beleaguered class. That's another thing that he comes back to again and again throughout this article is that there's the working class, uh, which, you know, is is sort of hard done by by the pandemic and by, you know, stagnant wages and that. And then there's the small business class, which was fucked over by the government throughout COVID because they didn't get enough subsidies or whatever, mm-hmm. and because they had to close their stores, well, places like Walmart and Amazon were allowed to flourish. So the right cares about small businesses, and they're like, you know, the fact that small businesses are really, really uh, in a hard place right now. Uh, and the left cares about large corporations. Uh, and- <laughs> Where everybody works. Yeah, like, what is yeah. this argument? Well, no, it's not like, even uh, true like, the NDP was like always like, I love small business owners. It's yeah, like, Thank no, you. That, that all falls on deaf ears. But yeah, like a, a lot of like leftist uh, philosophy and leftist values are tied up in large corporations which goes against the average american or the average canadian or what have you god right. like what is the average american this is such a this guy's brain he's so interesting yeah, he's i would really love cool. to ask him like a series of questions and see if he could answer literally any of them this yeah. is awesome uh, yeah, yeah. what is quotes uh what is clear is that neoliberalism which once promised gains for all classes now means for most people an inevitable diminishment of living standards in ways not widely seen since the 40s. Again, uh, this... trickle down economics was was promising us gains at the beginning. That's crazy. Like, and <laughs> this is the thing is that like this is something that like whenever there's like right wing popul- populism, which is like what this article is like specifically trying to cater to. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, there's stagnant wages. You can't buy a house. Like, you're fucked forever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all like, yeah, yeah. Like, we are seeing, like, a- an amount of, like, class divide that we haven't seen since the Great Depression. But it's because we don't give enough money to small business owners and landlords. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, why I we don't, have class issues. Yeah, I don't yeah. buy the problem locally. is all these goddamn <laughs> transgenders running around <laughs> that we're giving yeah. too much money to. When well, we right. should be giving those to the guy that owns 75 apartments in Toronto. Yeah, yeah the small awesome. business owner who runs a pool shop and hires, like, illegal immigrants and pays them under the table. Yeah, the guy I went to high school with that became a cop and then bought rental properties and is now a landlord cop. <laughs> that is yeah true. simply having that would be a cool cbc show that we could watch life, landlord so. cop yes i would yeah 187 that's all i'm saying at the cbc we need more stuff to review so if you could make landlord cop the show i would love would to watch landlord it. cop yeah cbc yeah. i know you're listening can you please give me a uh, vehicle program i don't really care if it's drama comedy or whatever but please i need to start a show with mark critch and I don't know the black lady from pretty hard cases. If, if you're naming CBC personalities, none of us are going to know who you're talking about. Sorry, the listeners. Yeah, know. even though professionally, that's sort of our Make bag. It, don't Google Mark Critch. Yeah, don't okay. Google Mark Critch. <laughs> Leave it in the podcast. <laughs> okay, I am. I'm googling Mark Critch. We've got a few minutes left. I think. Uh, oh, it's the 22 minutes guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to talk more sure. about this fucking article. I could try to do it justice and like read his points, but this guy's a fucking piece of shit. Uh, he's worth less than dirt, and I do not care about anything he says. Yeah. Um, okay. So instead, I think we should just pitch our show, our new CBC show. What's it going to be? This who, article had nothing who to do with the CBC. Who are our guys? Sorry? This article had nothing to do with the CBC. We're talking about the CBC just now. Yeah, okay. who cares? This is a it was a segue. Article you. born, yeah. CBC, original content. Good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a pitch. 
Okay. For a TV show. Are we doing a cop show or are we going? No, no, to I, I, you know, we can we can present some ideas. Chance, what do you got? My pitch is okay. So we've seen the rise and the fall in popularity of dude or handbag looking lady with blonde hair uh, sitting in a truck with giant sunglasses on hmm. uh, talking about the libs. Mm-hmm. And I propose that we have the same show, but every episode is four parts and each of us get a part where we just talk in a car about about uh, how we hate that people are throwing milkshakes at cops and stuff. Hmm. So is it okay? Is it like now? Can we unpack this? Is it like a vlogging series, or is it a show about what goes into people that make vlogs in their cars? Is this like Des- Desperate Housewives, but it's about yeah people that make YouTube car vlogs? Think about it as Speaker's Corner, mm. except there's only four speakers, and it's us, and but we're in our cars. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm really good at like ranting in my car, or sometimes sending voice messages of me singing songs but making them really gay. So. <laughs> I'd be good at this. I send one like every single day. Uh, okay. I, I like I like where your head's at. I have a pitch. Uh, mine is inspired by the classic uh, TV program, Dennis the Menace. Mm, but I'm mm-hmm. going to have Don Cherry playing Mr. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to have yeah. a child of color. No, no, no. That won't go well. <laughs> Can't no, make, him, make him European. What, Don Cherry or the child? The child oh, could no, be European. The child is Polish. Okay, it's, it's going to be like a European child, but he's going to look like he's like 39. <laughs> you could just make, like, John Cherry literally already hates Quebecois people. You could just make him That'd be true. French. I, I get like a, a little French Ooh. little boy. I get like, Bab- I don't know, whoever voiced Babar. They can like, I don't know. They can, I'm sure that's a child. <laughs> oh, Babar is so good. Oh, yeah, Mr. Cherry, Mr. Cherry, can I please have apple from tree? Oh, let me tell you something, you little wop piece of shit. <laughs> He's just like calling him all the wrong slurs. What? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Don Cherry just doesn't understand. <laughs> oh, back in my day, we'd send you little sissy pansies off to war and you'd come home wearing, wearing a garter made from a man's throat and esophagus. And that's how we liked it. And it's, it's going to be Dennis the Menace but with a little French boy and Don Cherry. And it's going to last 135 episodes until one of the two of them dies. That's a great idea. And when Don like Cherry dies, I will be playing Don Cherry. I'm good. They're gonna they're gonna age me up. <laughs> Megan, what Megan, is your? Megan, do you have a pitch for your CBC show? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Okay, well, I'll, I'll just go then. Uh, I'm thinking we do. Yeah, it could be like a, a a cute little. I think it's an office sitcom, but it's like set in the CBC office oh i would watch and that they totally like they each episode like they're they're like you know pitching a new show or it's sort of like 30 rock or like the bbc yeah. already has that so i'm yeah. sure the cbc could co-opt it but they could totally could but like it's like it's parks and recce in that like each character you know is from like a different walk of life and yeah. they have their own sort of like spin on things but at the end of the day they all love each other and they talk about like how happy they are that like, like Trudeau's prime minister and that they can all like agree on his politics. And at the end, like, you know, the show runs, let's say, like, you know, conservatively, like 15, 20 seasons. Mm-hmm. Nothing and, like Heartland. No. You know. And then after that, it comes out that roughly half of the actors have like really like debauched like sex scandals come out <laughs> yeah uh and that's what with politicians it, yeah Dean, to me it sounds like yeah or their children what happens yeah. if like the, the the drama about or the the part about working at cbc is just like the story i read written by tara henley where it's a fan fiction all about headley i'm just saying i have a pretty good grasp <laughs> that would be pretty, pretty cool I, yeah that that could be like a whole season oh is uh so they arc. deal with the fact that one of their like one of the main cast maybe like that person leaves because again they had like a terrible sex mm-hmm. scandal and they they write it so their character uh has a Substack now Ooh. and they have to deal with like these things coming on Substack about them that would be cool yeah i thought of my show oh okay what's okay. your show megan what's your uh, show close it so off here there's yeah. a it's like jury duty. So there's like a big draw of everybody. Um, and it's every single night from like seven to eight. And 
whoever is picked for the day gets a full hour to do literally whatever they want and the entire country has mandatory attendance like they have to watch i like that. oh that's yeah. gonna go real bad <laughs> real quick i feel like quick. there's a lot of opportunities yeah. <laughs> the very first time i think it's really good they just draw like i feel like it's a public life. service almost. like a pedophile wins the first draw <laughs> oh boy <laughs> the whole country has to watch yeah, yeah. They, it's not there. It's you not following them around it. in their life. They have to come to the CBC studio and sit in the chair, but they're allowed to talk about whatever they want. Yeah. Oh, they I have like a would, new I spot. think that would work well. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's kind of like Speaker's Corner, yeah. except this time it's mandatory by law. Yeah. Kevin Spacey. Oh, sorry. Wins. I don't know what Speaker's Corner is. So. Offline. Oh, Speaker. Speaker's Corner was a TV show where they would like set up a box in random towns in Canada and anyone could walk up to it at any point in time and then they would air the highlights on TV. Yeah, me and my cousin well, okay, did never it Okay, never mind. Once. Sounds like they've already done it. Never I don't mind. think ours made it to Eric because we were like eight years old. Yeah, it was it was a wild show. And like it was okay, 24-7, so you could literally go up to it in the middle of the night and say random drunk <laughs> shit and they would just <laughs> air it on TV. Yeah. Global News Kingston once stopped me and my sister on the street and asked for our opinion on something, and then they put it on TV. So we're basically famous. They- Although, Jesse, they chose to specifically interview you, so I guess that's a little more famous. But they interviewed I mean, they didn't choose to specifically interview me. I just signed up because nobody else was willing to do it. And then, yes, they juxtaposed me with the beta male mayor, Brian Patterson. <laughs> Speaking of which, we, there is another... Um, you know, there's another gathering happening in Kingston. Oh, yes. Uh, we got we got oh, Mayday right. happening on Sunday at noon at Skeleton Park. And you can come by and there's free barbecue and hot dogs and stuff. And uh, you can talk about how much you hate cops and landlords and uh, imperialism and capitalism. There's a It'll decent chance. I wish I could be two, there. That sounds two so of us fun. will be there. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll be I'll be ripping around. Yeah, I've, I've uh, got I've got a tight 15 minute set that I've been preparing for. <laughs> I'm doing a new character, cop landlord. I'm just gonna work. I'm, I'm gonna rile up the crowd. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna work heel at the May Day event. <laughs> That's awesome. Putting my finger in my ear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I hope to see you all there. I won't yeah. be there, but sounds enjoy. like a blast. Thank there. you for listening. We'll see you next week, and bye bye. Bye.